This is R.L. Stein. Our story is called Lucky at Cards. Are you lucky at cards? Nick Davis thought he was until he and his friend Taylor paid a visit to a fortune teller. She spread out her cards in front of him. And as Nick turned them over one by one, he saw that his luck had run out and he was dealing himself a night of horror. I'm Nick Davis, and I'm a lucky guy. I won a national essay contest, and the prize was a trip to New York City. Wow, I couldn't wait. My friend Taylor Woods took me out to celebrate. She's such a good sport. Taylor came in second place. I know she was totally disappointed, but she took me out for burgers and shakes anyway. Later, we were walking home. So, no hard feelings? Are you joking? Of course there are hard feelings. I totally should be the one going on this trip. Yeah, right. I'll bring you back a t-shirt. You know, my friend went to New York and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. We started past a dark little house with blue lights in the front window. Taylor stopped and pointed. Look, that's the fortune teller's house. See the little sign? Madam Rosa. Let's go in, Nick. She can read your fortune. I'll pay. You kidding me? You don't believe that stuff, do you, Taylor? Come on. We're just goofing tonight, right? Celebrating? Let's see what Madam Rosa says. Let's see if you're going to have a good time in New York. I didn't want to do it, but Taylor was paying for it, so I said okay. We knocked on the door, and Madam Rosa let us in. She wore a bright red blouse and a long skirt down to the floor. She had a dozen jangling bracelets on her arm. A red scarf covered her long black hair. Her cheeks were red and her eyes were dark and glowing. She led us into a tiny room with blue lights all around. We sat down across from her at her little table. We want you to read Nick's fortune, Madame Rosa. Something big and exciting is happening to him, and we want to know if he'll enjoy it. I will make the future come clear for you. We shall read the cards. The cards never lie. I wasn't enjoying this at all. When I was six, I had a creepy fortune teller at my birthday party. She said I was going to fall off my bike and skin my knee, and the next day, it happened. My dad said I fell because the fortune teller made me nervous, but I wasn't so sure. I've been scared of fortune tellers ever since. Take the deck, Nick. Shuffle it as many times as you like. Take your time. Then we'll see what the cards say about you. This is totally cool. I took the deck from Madame Rosa. The cards were heavy and thick. The backs of the cards had drawings of little hand mirrors on them. Mirrors to look into the future, I guess. I cut the deck and shuffled. Then I shuffled the cards a few more times and handed them back to Madame Rosa. Very good. I will draw the first five cards and put them face down in front of you. Then we shall see what the future holds for you. Madame Rosa silently placed the first five cards on the table. Then she sat down across from Taylor and me. She pointed to the first card. Go ahead, Nick. Turn it over. The first card is very important. 
I reached down slowly and flipped the card over. A black skull! What does that mean? That's not a good start. It is disturbing. The black skull brings evil. But we have four more cards to overcome that evil. Go ahead, Nick. Do not allow the first card to frighten you. Turn the next. Taylor and Madame Rosa both stared at the table. I turned over the next card. Another black skull! Madame Rosa's head jerked back. Her dark eyes grew wide with surprise. Very unusual. Two black skulls side by side mean evil is present. But you still have three cards to defeat them, Nick. My hand shook a little as I picked up the third card and turned it over. Oh, wow. Another black skull. This cannot be. I have never seen three black skulls from someone so young. My heart started to pound. I didn't wait for her to tell me. I turned over the fourth card. Oh my goodness! A black skull! I reached for the fifth card, but Madame Rosa grabbed my hand. No! Please! Don't turn that card over! I shoved her hand away. I grabbed the fifth card and flipped it over. As I stared at the card trembling in my hand, Madame Rosa's mouth dropped open, and she started to scream. No! No! Five black skulls! This cannot be! This is too much evil! Too much evil in one person! But there must be a mistake! Can we deal the cards again? No! Please! Leave now! She pushed us to the door. Her red cheeks had gone pale. Her eyes were wide with fright. The evil is inside you. You must keep to yourself until it has left. You're not planning any trips, are you? Well, yes, I am. In a few days. No! No! You must not go! You will do great evil! You must stay in your house and see no one! She shoved us out the door. My heart was pounding. I turned and started to run. Nick! Wait! Come back! I didn't stop. I ran all the way home. I didn't want to talk to Taylor. I didn't want to see anyone. Later, in my room, I felt weird. I wanted to scream and shove my fist through the wall. I wanted to wreck my room, wreck the whole house. I knew Madame Rosa was right. The evil was in me. But for how long? I didn't go to school the next day. I told Mom I was sick. And that night, I called Taylor. <coughs> I'm feeling really sick, Taylor. Y you'll have to go to New York instead of me. You came in second place. Since I can't make it, you get to go. Oh, no. Nick, are you sure? What else can I do? I feel so bad for you. Can I come over? I want to thank you in person. No, don't come over. I don't want anyone to see me like this. Just have a good time in New York. And don't think about me. I'll come tell you all about it when I'm back. I'm sure you'll be okay by then, Nick. We said goodbye. I paced my room. When would I be okay again? How long will this evil last? I had to find out. The next night, I crept back to Madame Rosa's little house. I knocked and rang the bell. 
no answer. I opened the door and walked in. The room shimmered in the blue lights. No one was home. Two black candles flickered on the mantel. I saw the deck of cards on the table. Looking at them, a chill ran down my back. Suddenly, a cat broke the silence with a loud meow. The sound startled me. I stumbled. I bumped the table hard. The cards spilled onto the floor, the whole deck. I dropped to my knees to pick them up, and then I let out a sharp cry. <gasps> All black skulls! I shuffled through the whole deck. Black skull, black skull, black skull. The cards were all black skulls. A trick. She played a trick on me. Taylor played a trick on me so she could go to New York. I let out a roar. I felt so angry. I thought I'd explode. I burst through the door at the back wall into a small living room and saw Taylor sitting beside Madame Rosa. They both cried out in surprise. <gasps> Nick, what are you doing here? My aunt and I were just talking your and- Your aunt? Madame Rosa is your aunt? So you cooked up this little trick together? You used a trick deck, a deck of black skulls so Taylor could go on my New York trip. No, you're wrong, Nick. Madame Rosa never plays tricks. My cards never lie. Oh yeah? Well, let's see. Let's see who's evil and who goes to New York. I had the deck of cards in my hand. I dragged Taylor to the table and made her sit down. Then I handed her the deck. Go ahead, shuffle them, Taylor. Let's see who the evil one is. Go on, shuffle them as much as you want. Please don't make me do this, Nick. I stared at her until she shuffled the cards. Then she handed the deck to Madame Rosa. Please, Nick, this is crazy. We'll see. I nodded to Madame Rosa. She sighed and slid the first five cards off the deck. Then she placed them face down on the table. Go ahead, Taylor. Turn over the first card. Taylor hesitated. She didn't want to do it, but she didn't have a choice. Finally, she turned over the first card. Hey, look at that. It's a pretty red rose. What? A rose? Quick, turn over the next card. She turned over the second card. It was a bright yellow sun. Then she turned over the third card. It was a funny smiley face. That's impossible! Flowers? Smiley faces? I grabbed the deck off the table. I turned to Madame Rosa. You switched decks, didn't you? You changed the cards. It's another one of your tricks. Madame Rosa does not play tricks. The evil is in you. No! You can't trick me again! You can't! I exploded in a total rage. I tore the scarf off Madame Rosa's head. I knocked over the table. I smashed vases and glasses and bottles and sent them crashing to the floor. I knocked over the black candle. They fell onto the window curtains. The curtains caught fire. The house was burning. Get out! Get out of my house! The cards didn't lie! Do you see your evil? See what you have done? The cards didn't lie! Flames darted over the walls and ceiling. I spun away. I flew out of there. I ran home screaming all the way. I ran up to my room, talking breathlessly to myself. She can't trick me. She can't. I felt something in my pocket. I pulled it out. 
the deck of cards, the switch deck, the cards with the flowers and smiley faces. She can't trick me. No, she can't. I grasped the deck and began to turn the cards over one by one. No, it's impossible. It can't be. Black skull, black skull, black skull, black skull. Lucky at Cards was written by me, R.L. Stein, produced and directed by Matt Stein. Bobby Hodgson played Nick. Taylor was played by Jennifer Hildner, and Cheryl Orsini played Madame Rosa. Music and sound design by Matt Stein. Have a scary day, everyone. <laughs>